Welcome back to the Millennial Podcast. Congratulate you. You are in your new apartment finally. Woo! Finally free. I just, um, I want to have a PSA announcement to anyone who goes to the dollar store. (laughs) Oh, God. I have a dollar store PSA. Do not buy the adhesive shit for your walls. Like the stuff, like literally my mom told me to go to the dollar store. She's like, go to the dollar store, get these adhesive things to put on your your walls and stuff and I was like okay cool like I'll go do that I'll go do that because I have like some like you know oven mittens and stuff I want to put up but then when I went there I noticed they had bigger sizes they had more sizes and like pounds available and I was like okay cool I can hang a few things like shelving (laughs) things I wanted so I was like I'll just buy a couple so I before we did this of course, because I can't sit still. I'm just that person that, like, can't just fucking make my food and relax. Like, I have to do a million other things. I was like, let me quickly put this shelf up that I bought. Like, it's a hanging shelf. And I used the adhesive, and I hung, hung the shelf up. I'm like, oh, it looks really cute. And, like, 10 seconds later, the shelf falls. And the fucking adhesive thing I used took the whole wall with it. <laughs> You know what? I was wondering when you texted me that you put a hole in your wall, how the fuck you did that? Because you just walked in the door. Yeah. yeah. Such a very colorful explanation. Yeah, because after I fucking cleaned up the mess I found when I got home earlier, I was like on a roll. And I was like, oh, I might as well like, you know, unpack my Dollar Tree bag and put things out because I can't fucking I'm that person that like can't sit still I work all fucking day and I just come home and want to do shit and of course it falls and takes the whole, <laughs> the whole wall with it I was like your- this looks ugly <laughs> did you think immediately your uh, apartment manager was going to be knocking on the door oh I'm like I'm definitely going to have my dad fix this for me before I move out but in the meantime I'll just hang a picture over yeah. it to hide it that's probably the appropriate weight for that for adhesive <laughs> I'm just like this is what I get for not making my goddamn food and yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even make dinner like, you should have I- sat your ass down and <laughs> ate <laughs> I'm like this is my lesson my lesson of the day is when I get the when I come home just fucking sit down and relax. Yeah. Now I have a fucking <laughs> now I have a fucking chunk of wall missing in my bathroom. Your manic DIY. Yes. <laughs> you know, some people like cut their hair. You just start decorating the apartment. <laughs> we all have our thing, okay? We all have our thing. And then now I'm wondering about every adhesive I put up in this fucking apartment. It's like, <laughs> like the second I take this fucking it poster down, it's going to be holes everywhere. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about that wall. wall. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to be waiting to hear another crashing sound. <laughs> I might have to go to Walmart and go get some command strips and Go tomorrow. You don't need to go anywhere (laughs) tonight. 
Oh my god! But if anyone's thinking about buying them, do not. Yeah, <laughs> you take out chunks of your paint and your wall. <laughs> 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 I'm like telling my mom this. I'm like, you did me so dirty. She's gonna be like, "Well, Rachel, you shouldn't have hung a shelf from it." Well, and then the back of the like the first thing I was like, does the back of the instructions have a weight limit? Oh my god! So I looked at the back, and it said, "May damage painted wall." (laughs) I did not read that before I put it on the wall. Well, it did its job. Oh my god, I threw them away. I threw all of them away. I'm like, this is two dollars I spent today and all I did was destroy my apartment. Phantom's probably just sitting at the doorway being like, Oh god. Oh Phantom was like sitting on the counter hitting me with his paw as this is happening. I'm like, this is not helpful. <laughs> He's like Mom, mom. I'm mom. like, I don't know what you're trying to do right now, but you need to go somewhere. <laughs> Speaking of, go pretend you're an alley cat. Yeah, literally. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. I feel like we have a lot to talk about today. Oh yeah. First I feel off, like there's so many things that happened between last week and today. <laughs> I know, like. We, like, I helped you move. Yeah. That was fun. You guys killed it. You had a good night. Mm-hmm. You got You made me watch a bad Lifetime movie. <laughs> no, it was a great Lifetime movie. That was, like, amazing. I've been telling everybody that they need to watch it. <laughs> you have to watch Stalking Laura. Do you want to? So I've been doing more research about this whole thing. That wasn't the original name of the movie. No, it was. I forgot what it's called. I can That's what make Wikipedia you love me. me. It was I called, think you love me. No, it was called "I Can Make You Love Me." I can make you love me. Yes. Gotcha. That makes sense mm-hmm. because that's what he tried to do the whole movie. Exactly. <laughs> but it's now known as "Stalking Laura," and you can find it on Amazon Prime if you have it, and you should. Because it is so ridiculous from start to finish. It's an yeah, old it's movie. It stars Brooke Shields and Richard Thompson. The only way I know him from is, yeah, he was in a lot of Lifetime movies, but he also played Bill in the miniseries It with Tim Curry. It's so funny because when I was like, oh, he looks really familiar. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Yeah. That's so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's still weird. Always. <laughs> His character did not change. No. He just didn't have a stutter. No, he didn't have a stutter. <laughs> Honestly, like, the, the beginning of this movie is just like, oh, we're starting now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it was a Lifetime. Well, it wasn't a Lifetime movie. It premiered on CBS, and it was like, the movie of the week so super yes. drama and honestly yeah. the movie's called stalking laura that's all it's about is fucking yeah. laura getting stalked janie got her gun laura got <laughs> stalked like that's all the fucking movie is it 
I was really shocked to see how quickly it just escalated. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine just me sitting on my bed looking at Aaron like, is this really what we're watching tonight? Like, that's the vibe it gives you. It's great. What a good movie. Though. Honestly, I loved it from start to finish. It held my attention the whole time. For oh, it being yeah, like a, a Lifetime movie yeah, from like the savvy, 90s. <laughs> like crazy cringe. It's so cringe. Every time you think it's not going to get any worse, it does. Oh, absolutely. You're going to have to go out with me, Laura. If you <laughs> would just movie. go out with me, I would leave you alone. Yeah. Just, just let me take time. you out a few times. If I think you're a bitch, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> he stalked her for when the wikipedia page i was reading said he stalked her for four years yeah like that's ridiculous and i guess that makes sense in the movie because of how intense the stalking is every scene is a fucking next episode in this dude getting crazier and crazier i guess we should start it off by saying it's about, like, this woman, Laura, she gets a job at, like, a tech security company mm. in the 80s, but it doesn't have anything to do with the story. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I love her, <laughs> the job that she gets is, like, her dream job, of course, so she's very stubborn. She doesn't want to, like, you know leave or quit it because she's like one of the only girls in the firm i still think it's insane that after she fucking this incident happens to her she stays with the company yeah i'm like i would leave i would have to leave this job she stayed there until the company sold years later crazy that's like i don't i don't know how i feel about that but like that must be like her type of that must be like just her being like i'm not giving up or not quitting or yeah like he ain't gonna win he's not gonna win yeah so i get it i get the whole female empowerment behind it but jesus christ i love that they casted brooke Shields, and she was 20 years younger than everybody else in the movie yeah oh i know to the point it's so noticeable that it's like come on yeah like she's obviously the most attractive person in this whole movie anyway Mm -hmm. like it's just, it's so 90s. Like, this whole movie is just so 90s. Like, the vibe, the feels. I love when she tells her boss about everything. Her boss goes, whoa, did you give him funny looks? Did you smile at him? Did you smile at him? <laughs> so it's enraging. There's so many parts where you're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? The whole movie is, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, the whole movie is like, why didn't anyone just listen to her the first time? Right. That's how I felt watching it. I was like, why didn't you just listen to her the first time? Because obviously everyone that worked in that office building was uncomfortable by this person. Well, they make like a small comment. Or thought comment. he was weird. Yeah, they make a small comment in the, in some part in the movie where they say that she brought witnesses. People vouch for how mm-hmm. weird he was. Like it all starts, it's her first day at work. He tags along to a lunch Mm-hmm. And immediately starts asking Laura out. Yes, yes. And it just escalates further and further from there. Yeah. He, like, doesn't give up. Mm-mm. 
He's very, like, persistent. He shows up when she's pumping gas, all the shit. That scene, like, the first one, like, that is such a big, like, what the fuck am I watching? Is when she's, like, working out at that very 80s aerobics class. Oh, my God. And he's just in this all-glass window. It's a studio. She's, like, right in front. And this dude is just lurking in the window, staring hard. And it's just so obvious. He's just looking at her the whole mm-hmm. time. Everything he does to me is so obvious. Yeah. She even has to fucking move into a place that has, like, high security because of him. And he manages to, like, go past the security system. I love how many times he pretends to run into her in public. <laughs> I know. He's like, hey, Laura, oh, my God, so funny you should be here. Oh, yeah, really? You were just staring at me in my aerobics class. I love how he does it, and he goes, well, you should go out with me sometime. Yeah, like, we should go skiing. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> it's like, it's so obvious why you accidentally ran into me. When he slashes her tires and then she finally gets to work and he's like, hey, Laura, I heard you had a tire slash, but you know, um, the police, they can't do anything because there was no witnesses. This is the tone for the entire movie. It does he's not like, get any... the police. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to see any cops around, Laura. If cops are around, <laughs> really, really bad things are going to happen. <laughs> the audacity a man would have to slash my tires when talk to me in my work parking lot like you're an idiot. he was trying to walk her and he was like hey you know we can go down and get you some new tires like we can put it on my no. charge card no it's like get away i would just start screaming every time he approached me in the parking lot <laughs> that's what, how i would deal with him i would just start screaming <laughs> <laughs> and not like scared or anything like that just more so like ah like, like, go away. Like, I'm going to cause a scene and everyone's going to remember this. Help! Help! Oh, everyone's going to remember this. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be burned in people's memories that this is, like, a scary situation. She should have. Oh, my God. But she played so it cool real. and she actually, like of course, lets him off nice for such a long time. Like, it takes so long. Up until the part, there's a part where he just randomly shows up at her house. Mind you, he's not supposed to know where she lives. He got it at work. And he shows up to her. He's like, I brought you a present. (laughs) Yeah. He, like, expected her just one time to be like, oh, my God, thank you so much. (laughs) And she just never was going to do that. I wouldn't have accepted that present he gave her. Like, it was just a weirdo. It was standing outside your house. He's like, I have a gift from you. You're acting like a bitch the other day, but here you go. Yeah, I love when he told her, like, that she couldn't wear one of the outfits she wore in public. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't know you. I'm not dating you. You can't wear that outfit in public, Laura. Yeah. He was... Like, I love how he talked. Like, the actor chose to play his character. What would you... Things are going to get real bad, Laura, around here if you don't... If you don't act right. If you don't let me take you out on a date. (laughs) He says that over and over and over again. That's the same line he repeats over in the movie. He does. He doesn't say anything else. (laughs) 
know this like thing is not technically a, a laughing matter no because but, like national stalking laws were passed because of like the events that happened but like this movie is just flat out absurd but the way that lifetime chose to handle this movie was absurd it was it was a good movie to watch after fucking packing your apartment one day oh yeah it was a good like stress reliever. it's just so unbelievable yeah, you, I wouldn't believe that happened. When you're honestly. at the, like, work softball fucking thing, the dude shows up, and he's just harassing you from, like, behind the cage. Yeah, no, thank you. Laura, you're not swinging the bat right. Laura, just listen to me. And then what he, did he say? He was like, you're, you're using the wrong type of bat. Yeah, she was using an aluminum bat. And he would just say it, and she kept missing it, and then finally she would hit it. There's another time when, of course, the, they win. They go out to the bar, and he's trying to tell her what to order at the fucking restaurant. <laughs> Do you remember that? He's like, yes. a number nine, Laura. Ham and cheese. A number nine. A number nine. <laughs> he was, like, mad when she didn't order what he wanted her to either. You would have thought he would have fucking flipped the table. He wanted to. There's so many. T- oh, no. Yes. How about right at the get-go? Like her first day, and he's in her office when she unlocks the door, and he has fucking bread. <laughs> and it's not even wrapped. No, he has I'm like under his nose. You fucking give me. No, he has like under his nose. He's like it's blueberries and lemon. I don't want to thank you. Thank you for bringing this to me. I appreciate it. You're so scared. Lifetime movies, man. And then we tried watching another one, but we were too tired. Yeah. It was like Death of a Jew. And then you watched one, apparently, that was good that I haven't seen yet. Oh, girl. I watched quite a few. I mean, it was on a bender <laughs> that weekend. I a Lifetime movie bender. About a murderous Dairy Queen. And I'm talking about a Dairy Queen like she won a beauty pageant. She was like... What? Really? Yeah. She was really like... She had a bunch of cow-printed theme stuff she wore it throughout the whole movie the whole thing but it was like um she gets this really hot guy she's obsessed he breaks up with her to get back with his ex-girlfriend and she goes crazy and kills the ex-girlfriend okay what year did this come out this is all like early 90s okay so you were so based on true stories gotcha so you were still like on an, an early 90 lifetime kick Oh my god, because they're just so... They have to pack it all in into that two-hour block of TV. Yeah. So every scene has to capture interest. That's true. They, like, want you to really know what it's about. Not even. They just want you to be so, like, what the fuck is going on? It's well, just so I, cringe. Maybe I guess that's what I'm really... like, they want to, to jump right into it. <laughs> like, bam, here we go. Like, you see this baby? Murder. Yes. <laughs> what happened like oh tell me more i watched another one with that same guy from stalking laura it was called death in small doses and he played like a killer husband who like poisons his wife okay he like moves a mistress in immediately and the family's like um what the fuck i also watched another one called trophy wife and that one's familiar oh my god so this chick, her brother gets into a car accident at the beginning of the movie. 
this doctor can only save one life and it's not her brother's. Okay. So she manages to get the doctor to fall in love with her Mm -hmm. and marry her and then proceeds to try to destroy his life, like murder all of his friends and family all because, like, she has, like, this thing about her brother. Like, her, what, what's her thing about her brother? She just loved him so much. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she was, like, weirdly obsessed with her brother. Mm-hmm. Understood. Yeah, and I don't even understand how he died. I don't know if he, like, walked into the road or something. But, like, you know, it's, like, really weird. <laughs> but she blamed the doctor for him. She, like, tried, like, immediately... It's like five minutes into the movie, she's standing over the woman who the doctor saved and is in the hospital. And she's like, my brother, my brother, he should be here, not you. And she's like holding her oxygen cord and this woman's like struggling <laughs> for breath and there's no fucking nurse or doctor anywhere. This is awesome. <laughs> Where are you watching these on? It's all on Amazon Prime. Oh my God. Amazon Prime has the hookup. Mm-hmm. For these crazy-ass Lifetime movies. They're fucking great, though. They are great. I tried watching that one where it was um, the girl from Full House who played, um, whatever, DJ. Yeah. She was, like, the had that boyfriend in high school who, like, murdered her. Oh, my God. I want to... Oh, the Ben Savage? Yeah, Ben Savage. That's a fucking great one. They're That's so on ridiculous, YouTube. too. It is crazy. Because the beginning of that movie is basically the murder, and then it goes into the story. That's how a lot of them are. I've so, noticed that. That's how yeah. all the murder ones, the ones that are truly about, like, a crime, that's how they start. They tell you. Yeah. The same we watched at Death of a Cheerleader, the ending was the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it was. I was just thinking about that. I forgot that it was. Which was about some weird girl who... Wanted the head cheerleader to like her, so it didn't work yeah. out. So she stabbed her and ran away. Yeah, she became like obsessed with her basically and wanted to be her friend so badly. And when she got rejected, she went crazy. Rejection's a powerful tool, man. Very true. Rejection can make people feel all types of ways about themselves, apparently. That one had a really good, like, goth versus like popular girl, weird dynamic which i did not understand it was just utter harassment yeah and it was but they never explained none of these lifetime movies explain shit except like no. the murder no you just have to guess there was one that was literally just called beaten what was it called beaten oh well we know that's about <laughs> yeah thank you there's one i want to find i don't know the name of it it was about this woman. I don't there was a few of them, but this one, she was like they had her in a fat suit and they like had a fake scar on her. But she was supposed to play like this frumpy woman who mm-hmm. marries a really hot guy. And then mm-hmm. like the guy like frames her for money because she's super rich and she gets thrown into prison. Okay. <laughs> she gets into like a prison fight and has to have cosmetic surgery. So of course she comes out of prison beautiful. And then the whole point of the movie is to seek revenge on her ex-husband who fucked her over and put her in jail. Is this also a Lifetime movie? Yeah! What? I just can't find the name of that one. I really want to watch it. That sounds, um... And that came out in the 90s? Just like every other one? 
I don't know. Honestly, when I was a kid, like before school on Monday, like on Sundays, that's all I did was sit in my room and watch Lifetime movies. Yeah, well, all these movies were those movies of the week, so they had to come out weekly. I remember, like, when I was a kid, I watched one about, like, a teacher affair. I remember it so vividly, too. I wish I could find it. I remember there was one where this guy had, like, cameras in his bathroom or something, and he, like, filmed the whole neighborhood getting naked. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I... mm Mm-mm. No wonder I love Dr. Phil. These are all the same storylines that are on Dr. Phil. Yeah, y'all grew up at iCarly. We grew up on Lifetime original movies. Oh, my God. We're built different. <laughs> Very much so. Sorry to tell everyone. We, we're built different. Those movies are fucking great. I watched um, Terror in the Family that had Hilary Swank in it. Oh, I think I remember that one. Oh, that one's crazy. She plays an out-of-control teen who, like, abuses her family. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Remember her that mom's, one. like, an alcoholic. I'm going to have to watch one of these movies. She's, like, beating her parents, and there's, like, this one scene where she's, like, throwing a phone, and she, like, swings and hits her mom in the head, and she's, like, bleeding everywhere. So, like, the brother picks up the phone and calls 911. And she gets arrested, and the family's like, we don't want to press charges, we don't want to press charges. And the police are like, no, she's going to have charges brought against her. And the whole movie is, like, them dealing with their family. But it's just so absurd, because there's also, like, a loser boyfriend story arc. Like, we're going to run away and be together forever. (laughs) Sure you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure you are. Who's always constantly like, I got to get out of this town. My mom, her boyfriend, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> he just cries and is mopey and complains the entire time. I did you have like weird dreams? I have to ask. So did you have like the weirdest dreams? Well, I don't Not know that if I can recall. I feel like if I went on like a lifetime movie marathon, I would be like having some crazy fucking Actually, maybe I did have trouble sleeping that night. <laughs> Well, not that I had trouble sleeping. I just remember, like, I kept thinking I was in, like, like, you know, you have a dream. You just kept, it keeps going. It was, like, one of those nights. Oh, I hate those types of dreams. Those, honestly, those dreams, like, when I wake up, I'm so thrown off Mm -hmm. from those types of dreams. Because it's always something that, like, weirdly upsets me. Um. And then I feel like when I wake up the next day, like, I'm like, uh, today is not my day. Like, I'm okay today. Well, with me in those dreams, it's more so, like, I'm constantly working. Like, my brain's not shutting off. Yes, that's... Like, I'm still watching movies or I'm still having a conversation or whatnot. It doesn't feel like I'm actually sleeping. I'm just waking up to the same thing over and over and over again. That's, I think that's why in the morning when I wake up, I'm, like, thrown off because, like, I don't, I feel like I'm not getting good rest. Like, I feel like my brain did so much work in my sleep. Mm-hmm. So, I feel that. Yeah. But whatever. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. that stalking Laura had me hooked. I watched it the night before we watched it, and I had to watch it with you because I knew you'd fucking appreciate it. No, it was great. 
It was great. I honestly never laughed harder watching a He's movie. such a dorky guy. And that's, I guess, what made... And, you know, it is... A, like, I'm not laughing at what happened. I'm mm-hmm. laughing at just the absurdity of the movie. Because oh, if yeah. you think about it in, like, 2021 standards, it's shocking. It is shocking. It's crazy that he just, like... He he killed what like nine people. Mm-hmm. The story ends with him shooting up the fucking place he worked because he gets fired, not because of fucking harassment. No, he's sitting in his goddamn when the uh, his like supervisors bring him in again to tell her tell him to leave him alone, to leave Laura alone. He's talking and he's like, yeah, you know, if I didn't have my job, you know, I I just come back and I'd shoot everyone here. <laughs> He just oh, says that when, casually. When he told that lady, he's like, I will, like, kill you. Basically, his boss. I thought that was a daydream scenario. Like, he was pretending that's what he was going to say. And then he repeats it again. And everyone, the boss is just like, are you saying you're going to kill me? It's like, yeah, lady, he told you twice. <laughs> like... Like, what the fuck? Are you saying that if I fired you, you would kill me? <laughs> it wouldn't be personal. I'd take me and many others out. This is what he says. And they don't call the police. How about when he gets fired and he goes to the bar across the street and he's talking to, like, the people there? <laughs> and then that guy, who I'm assuming is a security guard, they don't explain it. And he's like, oh, Billy, like... What kind of glass do those doors have? Are they bulletproof? Like, who answers questions <laughs> like that? He was asking some crazy ass questions. And man. no one ever was like, hey, maybe I should like go report this. No, they're like, they're like, why are you asking this? Yeah, like, you're they not were... doing anything crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. I like when he's like talking to his one coworker and he's talking because throughout the movie he talks about Laura like they're in a relationship. Like he oh, tells yeah. people they're in a relationship when he's talking to his one coworker and he's like, yeah, you know, Laura really loves skiing me and you and her should all go up there for the weekends. That'd be really cool. And she's like, honey, Laura doesn't like you. Like you need to stop doing this. So it's very blatant how crazy he is throughout the entire fucking movie. When he writes her that letter after getting fired, and he's like, hi, Laura, I know you haven't heard from me for a while, but I just want to tell you, my life is great. Is it? Is your life great? You're, like, living with this... By the way, he lives with this girl that they work with. Mm-hmm. And she catches him one day fucking cleaning... <laughs> gun on his bed. Like, that isn't alarming. Like, who just keeps shotguns under their mattress? Is she like, <laughs> like, like, she, she kind of questions it when she's like, I want that out of my house now. He's like, I'll take care of it. I know. <laughs> she's like, no, now he's like, I'll take care of it. You're just like, oh, he's going to put you in a closet. He was doing <laughs> construction at the beginning of the movie for her. he's going to put her in the fucking wall he just made. Yeah, like, her one thing was, like, I don't want guns in the house. And it's, like, you better fucking do something about this. It's not, it's not that he even had one gun. He had multiple guns. Yeah. 
He ends up having like he put he gets he buys an RV just to like rig it with explosives <laughs> that don't go off. Thankfully, yes. Yeah, How about when um he gets the first time he gets in trouble at work? He's not allowed to have any contact with her, so he joins her aerobics class and just like runs up next to her in the middle of aerobics and tries to like. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time he's staring so hard at her and it's just a room full of people all women oh yeah it's another like, it's instance i would have just started videos. screaming <laughs> this is make a scene this movie is so ridiculous it's like the perfect lifetime movie. Oh, yeah, when she's, like, pumping gas and he's just harassing her and, like, that guy's like, is everything okay? And he's like, oh, it's just my girlfriend. <laughs> she's like, no, we're not dating. <laughs> and even at the end when he's fucking got all these hostages and they're trying to negotiate with them, he's still fucking bringing Laura up. He's like, yeah, you know, this would have never happened. He's on the phone with the fucking police, and he's like, you know, this never would have happened if Laura would have just went out with me. I'm like, and I love how he just blames her. He was like, that's like my favorite. He does shoot her. She lives. But there's like a part where he's like, I can't find Laura anymore. I'm assuming she got out. And you know what? Good. I want her to live with this. So this guy was like totally deranged. He's sitting on death row right now in San Quentin. Yes. And hopefully, hopefully they fucking fry his ass because he's a sick bastard. Well, he's been he's been in there for a long time. Like, who mm. knows? I feel like sometimes in thirty years. He's like, been there yeah. thirty fucking years. And there's probably like a lot of people on death row there. Honestly, oh yeah. So it's like, and it's like you know, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like they definitely pick and choose who they want to fucking. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So I think most of it's always just like the the drama of the sentencing, really. Because um, of that whole case, national stalking laws were put into place. As they sh- as they should Which, have. I like that's great, but it's kind of crazy. No, like. Because that was one of, like, the first instances of, like, a mass shooting at a workplace. Mm-hmm. How there was no laws for workplace violence put into any type of effect. Like, and maybe not even just, like, codes of behavior standardizing, like, hey, maybe you should have bulletproof doors. Especially, like, it was a security building. Like, that's what they focused on. It was tech to keep you fucking safe. And they couldn't even keep their fucking employees safe. Yeah. It is so fucked up. It's like a fucking high security ass fucking company. That no one could fucking, that was paralyzed the first time it ever was put into any type of real danger. But like, where were the security guards the whole time? There was like none. See them. That's I guess that's another part. Yeah. Unless Lifetime just didn't add that into the movie, but it's I like... I mean, I'm sure, as someone who works at a place where there's security, security doesn't fucking do much, dude. They're usually yeah. all, like, fucking yeah. retired police That's officers true. or young kids. That's true. Lady Gaga got her dog stolen. 
The person shot her fucking dog walker. Can you fucking imagine that? Like, shot them. He took two of her dogs, and then she, the dog walker managed to save one of them. Well, what do you think this is for? Like, do you think someone was stalking them? Like, they knew that those were Lady Gaga's dogs? Well, she she's in Italy right now. Mm-hmm. She's not even in the country, so... Oh, I'd be so... I would be so fucking devastated. Um, she's offering, like, $500,000 to anyone that has any information on these dogs. It'll be um, very interesting to see what comes of that. I hope she gets them back safe at the end. I mean, I think it's really... I think it's honestly, like, a crazy fan. I mean, I don't know any other reason why anyone would like shoot somebody and steal dogs unless the person's trying to like sell them. Yeah. Um, but, and at the same time, but these are older dogs. Like they're not puppies. But I bet you it's just like a crazy fan. I mean, like only someone that does that is like stalking. Like they had to have been stalking this person. Cause had to have been. Cause they have like really good pictures of like the car and stuff. Yeah. I think they'll catch. I mean, I'm hoping they do because it's like it's sad. It's like someone's animals. Like that's so sad, you know. And I hope the person's okay. The fucking dog walker too. Is yeah. Okay. They said um, the one dog ran off, but they were able to find it later on. Yeah, I think it. It was like this little black dog or something. Yeah. I saw. It's sad. I hope I hope she gets her dogs back. But I mean, honestly, like the first thing I thought was like some fucking crazy ass fan. I guess I wouldn't surprise it. She has such like not that her fans are really known for being crazy, but I could see how she could have a crazed fan. Oh yeah, that absolutely. makes any sense. And they had to have known it was like obviously a. a I don't know. I don't know that. Honestly, I, I want to say that, but it's like shooting someone is insane. That's like another level of insane. Yeah, it makes no sense to I I, like, could, I can't process it. I, but you know what, dude? How many TikToks do we send each other all day back and forth about just fucking crazy people posting shit on the internet? Oh, today all day we're talking about people. some bitch who a fourteen year old uploads a TikTok and then fucking goes in the next room and murders her fucking sister. Yeah, like. Four hours later, kills her mm-hmm. sister. Standing on the fucking front lawn, all bloody as the police officers show up. Yeah, she was, like, washing. They said that she was washing the blood off her hands in the snow. Mm-hmm. Like, her, apparently her TikTok was really weird, though, people are saying. I wonder Obviously, if she has mental illness. I wonder if it's, like, some type of thing like that. I don't know. I mean, it's, like... Her TikTok got taken down for, like, obvious, like, not following community. Like, it says not following community guidelines. It's, like, clearly she wasn't. But someone posted, like, screenshots. And she was getting, like, hundreds and thousands of views on her her videos and stuff. Like, this wasn't some, like, regular, like, not, like, she was a regular schmegular person. But, like, she was getting some views, dude. Like, someone screenshotted it, and there was, like, 200,000 views, 50,000 views in one of her videos. So, obviously, she had some followers. Well, yeah. Um, her people posts like crazy weird, people like. on TikTok. But. I honestly do think sometimes people post outlandish videos for views. I think that's a lot of the time. 
people is, might yeah. train wreck. So it's not surprising if some young girl was posting weirdo TikToks. That's praised over there. And then plus people are nosy. People are nosy. Mm. That that that's like this situation, like I really wanna know like why she decided to considering her sis her sister yeah. was like disabled, so Yeah, that's also another piece of the thing. They're not releasing any information about it, but she has no bail. What do you mean? Like like she's locked up until court dates. Like they're not releasing oh. her out of bail. They're not giving any type of details of the what the fuck happened. They're charging her as an adult. It's homicide. Mm. So who the fuck knows? I would just love to know, like, what made her do that. Like, especially since the cop said that when they went to the house, she put a pillow over her sister's head. And when they took the pillow off, like, the 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 um, knife was still in her, her mm-hmm. neck. It kind of reminded me of that whole, like, Slenderman case. Yeah, that's kind of what gave me the same type of vibes and feelings. Well, and it's, like, the same type of age range and, like, weird attack. of someone And the parents were fucking over. sleeping. The, the whole story's weird, so something's got to be up with it. Like, you're telling me that this disabled girl didn't scream for help or her sister like didn't scream for help like i don't know i just feel like it's all weird like the the parents are fucking a fast asleep when the police go into the house to look yeah. at the body like yeah that was really? also, the whole like they people are saying it's a fucking crazy case and did it just like, happen i'm just now seeing it. it it just happened today today Yes, it just happened today. I'm almost positive it happened today. Or, uh, that's fucking crazy. Or it's last night. Okay, I was wondering, because, you know, the first video I saw of it, it was going so fast, I didn't even really understand what I was looking at. Because everyone's so quick to want to put you the first half information. Yeah, like, I didn't see it last night before I went to bed. Like, I didn't, I was up pretty late last night, so I'm, I'm going to have to guess that it was today. It happened today, earlier today. Um, I saw a post of it last night. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, I but missed it was, that side of TikTok last night. I was up to, like, 2 in the morning last night. It was a weird one, though, because it was basically some chick just showing a bunch of um, screenshots, but it was super rapid fire. So at first I thought it was like a prank of someone trying to like hack your phone. So I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. And then I realized all the articles were kind of the same, but it was so quick. It was hard to follow. And then I've gotten a few things sent to me about it. And then that one I sent you. Oh yeah. That was the, the first one I saw that video you sent me. And then everyone else after that followed. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see what happens with Lady Gaga dog thing. I can't wait to see what happens with this fucking crazy bitch. Like, it seems like apparently everyone having woke a week. up today yeah. and chose violence. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's like, been having a fucking week. 
I'm like, what is in the fucking universe right now? You know, but honestly, with any new year, any new beginning, something crazy has to fucking happen. Well, yeah. So, well, and everyone's still like, I mean, we're still in the fucking pandemic. Yeah, tensions are fucking high. People are crazy. That's true. Everyone's been cooped up with everyone for a year. People yep. can't get to the doctors. People don't have anything. No money. It's fucking crazy times. Yeah, <laughs> I remember this is this is years ago. Like uh, Crystal, she wrote this really weird fan fiction about Willy Wonka, about him being like a coke and like sexually molesting a uh, Oompa Loompa. She turned it into a fucking school for a school project. Oh my god. That's so demented. Right? I remember she wrote one about Bam Margera and Bill Vallow and how, (laughs) you know, I actually ended up retyping it out and posting it online. And it was about how, like, Bam had all these cameras in his house and he would just watch, like, him shit all day long and just whack off to it. And I remember somebody commented and was like, this just really made me feel sad. Ew! Honestly, live journal was popping back then, so. Mm -hmm. But she loved fucking um, Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka. Honestly, like... I'm not surprised that everyone's like he's cosplaying as Johnny Depp because like fucking Gen Z dude. No respect for the main character in Willy Wonka. I guess according to Gen Z, you're not allowed to um have side parts anymore. No, it's you have to and also wearing skinny jeans is out. I mean they yeah okay who cares what anyone thinks it's just so funny i like it i see i'll see posts from it'll be like it'll be millennials and they'll be like gen z so mean and then i'll be gen z being like millennials are so mean it's like you both are so fucking sensitive to each other who gives a fuck what anyone says about anyone exactly exactly and my whole thing was this like everyone talks shit so why the fuck do you care when someone's talk shit back to you like fuck them honestly like i feel like there's some i feel like there's always such like weird rules with everything yeah you know it's like back in the day like honestly when we were like that young it's like i didn't give a fuck what anyone did no I wasn't paying attention to what anyone fucking looked like. I wasn't making real weird rules about like, oh, you can't wear this or do that or that's out and that's in. It's just like, who fucking cares what people want to do? Like, who fucking cares? Like, let everyone just live their life and do whatever the fuck. You know what it really reminds me of? I remember how everyone used to always say, and this is more so like, I'm talking middle school, when people would call each other posers. That's all it reminds me to, to the point where I'm just like, I can't even acknowledge it. 
I can't acknowledge it either. Um, just live your fucking life. I don't give a fuck. Or like, yeah, it's like, do some millennials look a bit outdated? Sure. Like, I can admit that there's some people in my age bracket and your like our age bracket that like cannot get out of the 2007, 2009 phase. Like, no. I totally get that. But like, at the end of the day, like, if that's what makes you feel comfortable and that's what you're trying to do, then yeah more power to you as long as you're still not going by your fucking scene name oh i know which i do know people that fucking still are then i think you're gonna be okay rar oh my god please (laughs) x rar x x whatever it's so funny I'll, i'll see things where it's like pov it's 2001 and you're a preschooler <laughs> you're like why is this being fetishized because it sucked <laughs> yeah I didn't have a good I mean I didn't hate high school it's just like I don't I'm not that person that feels like I have to ever revisit it <laughs> no like I'm past I made it I'm proud of myself for graduating let's just keep it pushing it was never for me I was glad when it was over it is what it is um, I just don't really care about it like that, honestly. Not that deep for me. Um, speaking of that era in life, I have to get into my I Love New York rant because I saw one clip on TikTok and then it spiraled into me watching two seasons in three days and spending $2 on Amazon Prime to watch the... 10 year reunion special (laughs) all the people showed up no they only had so the 10 year reunion special was basically just like they had mr boston the entertainer of course um tango okay um white boy and then they had this one guy on there who was like wrongfully commit like he was like wrongfully convicted of a murder like years ago and he ended up like getting um out of jail and he was like rewarded like 13 million dollars or something that's horrific um so he was on that show talking about that experience. And then Sister Patterson, of course, was on there. And it was actually, like, it was so secondhand embarrassment. Like, so fucking cringy. Because you can just tell that, like, the highlight of these guys' lives was just being on VH1. Yeah. Doing reality TV for, like, a couple of years. Because, like, these guys were, like, on I Love Money. They did all the spinoff shows. I forgot about I Love Money. Yeah, it's on one of the free, like, TV channels or whatever. Do you remember that, um, it it all got canceled because of that one fucking dude who was on, uh, Megan's Got Money. He, uh, murdered his fucking wife before coming on the show. He, and then I, people feel bad for her because people are saying, like, how, um, because that happening, like, her like show fell off because the VH1 couldn't air it. They also couldn't they also couldn't reveal that he won cuz he won I Love Money 2. And they couldn't play I Love Money 2 because he won the show. That's crazy. 
Yeah, so he fucking ruined like two shows because of his fucking murder. But okay, Megan is hot. Like I never I never understood why she out of all the Brett Michaels girls got a show. She was like not that interesting. If anyone, I feel like it should have been Heather cuz Heather yeah. was like low key like I feel like the best person. She was like Heather overall looked fucking like a Brett Michaels girlfriend, wife. And she was really interesting because she was on the first season of I Love Money and she was in the 12 pack. Like mm-hmm. her and 12 pack had a thing on the first season. But no, the reunion show was was kind of funny. It was so secondhand embarrassing. Like Mr. Boston was like doing his little Mr. Boston thing. The entertainer still looks the fucking same. Like it's creepy. Maybe like, you know, a little weight gain in the face, but that's about it. He says that he was, like, married in 2013 and then ended up moving back home with his parents. So he, like, still lives at home. I wouldn't say that on television. <laughs> and then when New York was like, what do you do for a living? He, he says that he was a, he's a garbage picker. So he goes dumpster diving and tries to find things to sell. So he's to, a scrapper. Yeah. He takes scrap metal means. back to the scrapyard. <laughs> oh my god mr boston of course is still like he's not married no kids he like chance wasn't on there so that was like the big drama of the night so chance got asked to appear on the reunion special and he declined and tiffany's all in her because honestly i'm gonna say something you know i'm gonna say something i'm gonna keep it real i i always thought that her and chance were soulmates okay I feel like them two together are really the ideal match because they're both fucking crazy. I always like them together. I'm not going to lie. I do. I do. I ship it. I want them to like get married. I, I feel it in my soul. But he wasn't on the show and he had some good reasons for not being on the show because he said that he just didn't want to relive his brother like real yeah like and because you know they're playing little clips of him and stuff and it's like your brother who passed away from cancer is always gonna be on tv for the rest of your life like there's clips of him out there forever and he just said like i don't want to relive that memory anymore with him like i'm trying to have new memories and keep the old ones to myself and i'm like that's a great reason not to want to go on the show that is very true. I didn't think like, about that. Like, why do you want to talk about it? Especially because you know? they were so close on the show. Yeah, he cried a lot when his brother, like, he cried when his brother left and went home and stuff. Like, they had a really close relationship. And, you know, like, the thing about Tiffany Pollard is she, like, she does make everything about herself. So she immediately is like, well, it's, it's you know, not he doesn't have love for me. And it's like, well, I don't think, like, based on the interview he did afterwards, like, it sounded like he's just trying to move on with his life. Like, he's doing his own thing. Like, he has a new dating show on that, like, Zeus network. Yeah. I saw and Tiffany was, Tiffany's on it. Yeah. Yeah, and she was on that show. She showed up as a, uh, and they were, like, flirting, and of course, on the show and had, like, a love moment and shit. But, you know, like, it's, I think he had a good reason not to be on that show. Like, I really do. I think it is hard when, like, your brother's, your brother's going to be on TV forever. Like, that's hard. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. And plus, it does bring up all memories, because they had a dating show together. They yes, had, like, they a did. Scalionaires one. 
They had two. They had they had two shows. They had um, one where they would go to like places and visit like exotic animals. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Um, so that was one of the shows they did, and then they had like the real chance of love or whatever. Mm-hmm. I um, remember they had one with New York where people would vote, on, and she would have to go do jobs. Like she'd have to go clean like a pig farm, or fucking be a oh yes, lady. yes. And she she'd always quit before, like halfway through, and be like, "Fuck this shit." Um, Taylor made was on the reunion special. Mm-hmm. I wrote notes, so I'm looking at my. He was on the reunion special, and. And she said, like, she said that he was, like, the one that got away. But she also said that she ruined that relationship herself on purpose. Like, she said that she was really violent and really abusive to him. And I'm like, of course you were. You were you were abusive to him on the actual show. Like, you were very demeaning. Um, and she said that she later on, like, apologized to him for, like, how she acted with him and she's like I felt guilt for so many years for like doing the things I did like she goes I would throw things at him call him names they lived together for like a few months after the show ended and and then when she decided to do like New York goes to Hollywood he was like you know yeah he probably just was like this is never gonna end is it no and and then he said that he goes it's just not gonna end and also like you know I feel like when if I feel this way about like you know like the Jersey Shore cast members like not all of them because some of them are married but it's like a it's like a Polly D situation where it's like you get sucked into that reality TV life and it's almost too good for you to to settle down mm-hmm. because you being single is more profitable than you not being single. Oh yeah. You know and I feel like that's the whole energy with Tiffany Pollard is like for many years like she didn't settle down and have kids because why would she? She's making more money being New York than she ever would being Tiffany, being Tiffany. And she's like, has, um, now I can tell that she's like a bit more settled. Like she has that brunch with Tiffany show on VH1. That's just like her having normal conversations with different people. Um, so I feel like the vibe I get from her now watching your union special is like a lot different, but it's like, I, I don't, I, I can understand why, that relationship with him didn't work out like she just had she had too much more to do with vh1 vh1 has her soul man like what did you think were you watching flavor Flav? um so i'm on season two right now season two is is not it's boring it's it's boring it's so much i mean it's not boring but it's definitely a let down when you really compare the first season to the sec- second season there's a noticeable decline like decline yes it's not as exciting as the first season for sure like the girls are kind of like very the girls are weirder on the yeah. season too um it's definitely an obvious for entertainment only purposes season two is um oh, yeah and for him to say, like, I picked these girls, I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. I like how all those girls think always think that that house was his when they first show up. Yes. I'm going to live in this house. 
Oh, and Hattie was like, I'm when New York moves out, I'm gonna make her room into my reading den. I'm like, he doesn't own this fucking house. Right. Um, but I do like I did like rewatching Flavor of Love. I rewatched Flavor of Love like years ago, um, on Hulu and Honestly, like I'm rewatching it again, and it's still, it's just, it's one of those shows that you can rewatch like every three or four years. Like, they had to teach New York in that first season how to talk with her eyes open. Because when you watch that first season, every time she's doing like the confessionals and she's talking, she has her eyes closed. Oh, uh, I guess I didn't notice that. That's funny. They had to teach her how to do it. Mm hmm. Yeah, if you really go back and watch it, she has her eyes closed the entire time. Like, she's talking like this. Interesting. I wonder if that's just something she just did. Yeah, for... just, yeah that's what it was. It was just a How natural habit. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. She, she didn't do that at all on the the reunion special well, I watched. No, no, no. Like, they really broke her up at that fucking first season. Like, I think they told her, hey, you want to make a career out of this? This is how you got to play it. Damn. I'm telling you, VH1 got her... I had to laugh. I saw a TikTok the other day where it was they were talking about uh, Rock of Love, the Brett Michaels book. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's so funny because someone was getting so into it because they were like, Heather should have won. Da, 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 da. And hey, yeah, that is true. But both like Brett Michaels and Flavor Flav were in long-term relationships when they did that show. Like they already had like a common law wife. Wait, so Flavor Flav had a wife or a girlfriend? When yeah, to the like, entire time. He had, like, a basic wife. Yeah. They did um, couples therapy with each other because they bring it up. How hard it was for her to sit at home while he was filming those shows. Oh, my God. I had no idea that's why. Same with uh, Brett Michaels. What? Mm-hmm. Who are these women who are just watching this and accepting this? Because he briefly had um, a reality TV show for a hot minute, but then he had all those, like, health problems, and it never, like, aired again. But, yeah, she talked about how fucked up it was for her to watch those TV shows with him because they were technically together. That's the mother of his children. Same with Flavor Flav's chick that's honestly that's like really shocking to me that's why they always picked girls that they knew that wasn't gonna work out so i think she won the first season and fucking that jesse won oh yeah that's the most controversial i remember like she's a pretty girl i just remember she's really pretty like oh my god i want hair like her i know that me too She's so pretty. She's still pretty. There's like a picture of her that like resurfaced. Um and she still looks the same, honestly. I was I rewatched the first season not that long ago and that Lacey and Heather. Like there's when they have that big huge falling out and Heather tells Lacey's dad that Lacey <laughs> was sucking Brett Michael's dick in the hot tub and Fucking her dad goes and confronts Brett Michaels. <laughs> and he's like, you know, if you guys get together, you're going to have to sign like a prenup. And he's like, excuse me. He's like, Lacey has a lot of money. 
<laughs> Lacey does. Is that the the redhead girl? Yeah, she has a podcast. Mm-hmm. She's like that um, looks kind of interesting, honestly. A musician. Yeah, where she, I, I kind of want to listen to her podcast when, or like watch it because she just interviews like old reality TV people. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. Oh. I'm like, that's a good idea. That's a really dope idea. I, I'm like. I, there's a ton of people that she's interviewed too. Honestly, so good for yeah, her. Yeah, I see her clips every once in a while. Yeah, like good idea, good idea for a show, right? That's like the level I want to get is just being like, "Hey, do you want to come on my show and just have an interview?" Yeah, that'd be fun. Do you want to just like do an interview with us? No, oh, you want tomorrow? To Adam Sandler? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to talk about things like that. <laughs> Why? Because you know what? You know it gets me weird. I get in like a weird mood. I'm like, <laughs> just thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, it's triggering an anxiety attack. It's like if Andy Samberg. Oh god, if he like walked in the door. Oh my god. <laughs> I would not do my. I'd be like, can you sign my fucking shrine candle of you? No, you wouldn't. You'd go break it and put it in a trash can because you wouldn't want to think he was... He didn't want him to think you were weird. <laughs> I would, like, hide it behind some stuff on the show. You would tell Adam Sandler that you never seen a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely would tell Andy Samberg that we have the same birthday, though. I'm like, yeah, we have the same birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell Nick Swartzen a joke. Oh my God. Honestly, does Nick Swartzen have a cameo thing? Mm, I don't know. I would love that. <laughs> I would buy one for myself. Honestly. Oh my God. Really? Can you play Dickie Roberts? <laughs> oh God. I was I was like going to ask you earlier if he had one because I was like, that would be like who I would want. He does. How much is it? Uh, mm, he's not doing it right now. Wait, you have to join the fan club? I don't <laughs> understand. Alright, never mind. Fucking Nick Swartz. If you're if you, what, if okay, you ever listen he, to this one, Nick. He, okay, he has one, but it's just not active right now. Um, because he's negotiating how much you should... Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You'd shit your pants. I honestly wouldn't know what to do with myself. If, like, you came up to me and you're like, hey, Rachel, I bought you a cameo with Nick Swartzen, I would be like, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. You're like, I can't. You just keep deleting the video. Yeah, like Flavor Flav is four hundred dollars. That's a that's a lot. The fact that people pay it, like, who gets these? I'd be kind of upset if you paid like four. I I would. I don't want nothing like that. No, <laughs> like, no. Because this goes all the way up to a thousand dollars, and I could not say, understand if anyone paying like a crazy amount of money it was for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. A like, lot who's of even sports people are. Who are? Like, sports people. Oh, shit. And, like, top-tier people, I guess. Like, 
Oh, Rebecca Black is five hundred fucking dollars. What? The Friday girl? Yes. Baby girl. Draco Malfoy is five hundred and ninety nine dollars, almost six hundred dollars. There's so many Harry Potter fans that would pay that Who would though. Pay that. I think some people would pay that. That's fucking crazy. They're crazy. That's like people who go to Comic Cons and pay crazy amounts of money for fucking pictures with people. No, I don't really understand paying for meet and greets or anything like that. No, me neither. Because I feel like the price of those are never worth it, to be honest. It's like $1,000. It's like, come on. Go from high to low. Um, I don't even know who any of these people are. Which I'd be like, what the fuck? Let's go to musicians and see what they got. Pro wrestlers are pretty expensive too. But I guess those fans will pay too. They're like Harry Potter people. I was going to say. Tony Hawk is $200. That's it? Now, not a lot of people know. You want to guess how much Boozy is? Little Boozy? How much? $1,500. What? You're not even relevant anymore. Oh my god. Fifteen hundred dollars. Yes. Please. This is crazy. And most of these people have no idea who the fuck they are. Someone named Sasquatch and they're in a Sasquatch suit is five hundred dollars. <laughs> Tommy so, Lee is $500. Ice Cube is $500. Ice Cube has one? Damn. Ice T, $550 or $450. Akon, $444. Obi Trice, $400. Oh my God, ICP has one. That is so fucking funny. $350 fucking dollars. Alice yeah. Cooper, $300. Who would buy these? Like, that's a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. I was surprised when that girl at work fucking paid for Corey Feldman. I was like, oh my god. He's expensive. Yeah. She was like, yeah, it's it's for a good cause. I'm like, okay. I mean, I guess that'd be really cool if you really like that person, but god damn, that's so like you can't say that's not a crazy amount of money. Oh my god, Caitlyn Jenner's on here. How much? Take a guess. How much do you think Caitlyn Jenner is? A thousand? You're cheap. Fifteen hundred? Two thousand? Twenty five hundred. <gasps> 25 how long are these videos by the way a minute they only have to be a minute what she's out here charging 25 dollars for i wonder if anyone's actually done it let me look well that's what i'm wondering she's got nine reviews what so people have paid it that's insane 
Chris Angel. How much is Chris Angel? Thousand. Oh, these people are broke and hungry. Not Caitlyn Jenner though. Caitlyn Jenner got money. Like, who who needs that in their life? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I wonder if Zach Baggins has one. Oh my god, his would be crazy. He probably doesn't have one. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Lindsay Lohan. How much do you think Lindsay Lohan is? I would say she's pretty reasonable. 375. Okay, she knows her worth. She knows her value. We we appreciate a cameo celebrity that understands. And you, oh, do you want one of James Vanderbeek? Yes, how much is it? $300. Oh my God, Dawson. Hey, you want me to look to see if they have Andy Samberg? Oh my God, yes, please. For a minute, I thought they said they had Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. He would be so expensive. Oh, dude. yeah. He would be so fucking expensive. He's one of the highest you, actors. You would almost have to be for him because, like, people would just automatically request it all day. Oh, yeah. They have, like, 90 Day Fiance people on here. Bam Margera. How much is he? Mm, I don't know. He's not doing it anymore right now. But he has like almost 800 reviews. So. 800 reviews? Yeah. Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos is on there? Yes. How? Oh my God. You could request one for $70 or you can chat with him for $5. What? So that must be like send messages for him to respond. So that one guy from the office, I forgot his name. He's like the bald guy. Okay. Um, Show me his picture. Hold on, wait. He's like what pops up when you go on the Cameo's website. Chris Hansen is on here. Oh, I forgot his name, but he... He was only charging like $100 or something. He said he made a million dollars on this site. Oh, I'm not surprised. That's another one with the crazy following the office. Oh, yeah. It's this. Well, sorry. It's this guy. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. He um, said that he made so much money from just doing. I have to see how much he is now, though. He said when he started it. It's only $195 for him. It's not bad, I guess. He said he made a million dollars from this. I'm not surprised. The dude, the doctor from my 600-pound life is on here. Really? Yes. How much do you think he is? (laughs) I hope it's no more than three. $200. Okay, okay. Carrot top? 150 for carrot top. Animals? What the fuck does this mean? You could buy fucking cameos from animals. This is insane, Rachel. Some of this shit's like $100. <laughs> oh my god, the guy from Simple Plan? <laughs> $65. It's, 
It's kind of sad. John Lovitz is $150 only. The guy, the, he was, he's in so many Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a broke comedian, Rachel. What do you expect? Anthony Anderson isn't, and he's only 150 No, but he probably makes mad bank off of his. Andrew Dice Clay is $299. Yeah, I'm the psychos that would buy that. Chris Tucker is 500 There's so many people on here. It's crazy, isn't it? I want to be this famous. I can just charge people to see my face. (laughs) You just want to send right messages to people all day. Why is Rebecca Black in the queer voices section? Yeah, I don't understand that either. Oh my god. Miss J. Alexander? Only $50? This is amazing. Who made this? It's been around, I don't know. This is great. I remember I was going to get one of, like, Jeff Ross, but he's so expensive. I wanted to get one for my dad because he'll roast people. And my dad hates Jeff Ross because he thinks he's mean. How much was he? He's, like, he's like a couple hundred plus. $249. Joey, Fat- Joey Fatone, 200 Chris Kirkpatrick, 129. Do you think some people just constantly buy like videos for interaction? I hope not. <laughs> That's so sad. I bet that happens and they're like, this is my friend. <laughs> like this site probably really pays off the mentally ill. Like, I hope there's a cutoff for how many times you do this. <laughs> <laughs> you just request 10, 10 videos from somebody. <laughs> there has to be a point where they're like, you can't do this. And, and just be, and just like have them be like, I just need to say, I love you. Yeah. Like, I feel like each time you do it, they were $300 from Mike, the situation. Ew. That's insane. I was wondering if, any Jersey Shore people were on I'm here. I'm sure they're all on there. Have <laughs> <laughs> you never been on the site before? No, I'm cracking up. $7.50 for Randy Jackson? Fuck <laughs> off, Randy Jackson. God. Creators? I don't understand. So, YouTubers? $800 from one of the people on Shark Tank. Okay. 53 reviews. That's insane. Like, I can't even talk. What would you do if, like, someone was like, I spent $800? <laughs> David Hasselhoff? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If, like, Gerard Way was on here, don't talk to me. Oh, my God. Or <laughs> Frank A. Oh, my God. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't show me. You would shit your pants. I get nervous. Riff Raff. How much is he? $85. Uh, that's... I think any... I think anything at, like, 100 may be reasonable. 
But like, still, yeah. that's a lot of money. They have Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I don't think I care enough to have anyone like call me though. I don't know. I don't know if I care about this really. Yeah, I, this is kind of strange to me. Like, I just don't know if I would be like unless it was somebody that I really liked. Something but that I'm would like, shock you. Oh my god, but can I say that this is how I think? My brain would be like, you only did this because my friend paid you to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're not doing it because you want to. <laughs> this feels like I'm so, I'm so sensitive that that's the first thing I'll think of. I'm like, did you even want to do this? Are you bored? What did you think? Do you hate the name Rachel? Yeah, I literally would think that. Like, you're only doing this because my friend gave you $50. <laughs> All of um, the people from Tiger King are on here. Of course they are. Doc. Neve. Oh. Neve's on here. How much? Two ninety five. Please. <laughs> <sighs> Paul Abdul. Dude, guess how much Dennis Rodman is? Uh, 700. Yeah, 750. That's really? Crazy. Yeah. I just figured he liked the number seven. <laughs> that felt right. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy J. 25. I cannot get over Caitlyn Jenner. I think she's the most expensive person on the site. I like how you could do four interest payments for six twenty five. That's dangerous. That just shows you the site pl- preys off the mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you? Why can you chat? Why can you chat for twenty dollars though? Uh, that scares me. I don't. It's probably bot <laughs> too. Hello. You never answer your motherfucking phone. 